I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh yeah, shit. I got my weed from California. That's that shit. I took my chick up to Hawaii. Badass bitch. <laughs> I get my light right from the source. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's your hosts, Nicolette and Jenna. Let's get ready to uncork and unwind. I had to like bop and do it a little. <laughs> An original cover. You're so red. I'm beat red. You're, Why am I so nervous? Like you're the only person watching and everyone listening. I don't know. It's like weird singing when I don't know. You need the music. When the music is playing, I'm like bopping and feeling it. Yeah, and it kind of like covers up how good or bad of a singer you are. So mm-hmm. you don't feel as vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everybody. I'm not going to say welcome back this time because it's just repetitive. So here we are on Uncork and Unwind. Here we are. Nick, how are we doing? We're doing lovely. This weekend, I'm flying down to Florida, so I'm very excited. (gasps) Flying on Easter Sunday. We're not doing anything. My parents are, like, still laying low. So they were like, you can, like, fly on Sunday. We don't care. Like, we don't have any plans. We'll bring you to the airport. So... I'm out of here. Warmer weather, baby. Getting my tan on. That is so nice. Who are you going with? Me, myself, and I for the first three days. And then Keith is meeting me. And we're going to Key West. Oh, that'll be really nice. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were going by yourself for the first few days. Mm -hmm. Little little self-care staycation. Not really staycation, but. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to work during the week. But I'm thinking I'll just, like, take my laptop out onto the balcony and work in tan. So. Wow. Very excited. What about you? We're prepping. Well, by the time by the time this episode is out, you'll be there. Yeah, by the time this episode is out, I will be there, hopefully getting somewhat situated. Um and so my dad is flying with me on the 29th. He's well, not with me. I'm meeting my dad in Honolulu on the 29th. He's going to like get me situated. We're going to do some sightseeing cuz he's been to Oahu already, which is where I'll be. Um, and then he's going to see his best friend in Maui, and he'll celebrate his 61st birthday. I think I kind of briefly touched on that last week or the week mm-hmm. before. But um, I'm contemplating going to Maui for the weekend with him to, like, hang out and then come back and then start work. So we'll see if that happens. But, yeah, well, it's kind of crazy. It's really happening so fast. It's really happening. I, I'm still so shook. So many people have texted me or, like, whenever I see my friends, they bring it up. They're like – I cannot believe Jenna's going to Hawaii. Like, no one can believe it. I'm like, yeah, she's freaking living her life. I had a moment a few days ago where I was like, I feel like I'm going to regret not ever living on the West Coast. I feel like I'm going to regret that down the road. And I was trying to see if I could ever fit it in anytime soon. I just don't think it's in the cards for me. But I feel like you're going to be able to look back on your life and be like, I lived in California. I lived in Hawaii. I lived in Mm – Wherever else you're going to go next. And you're going to be able to tell your kids that. Ohio. Ohio, baby. (laughs) Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. It is really cool. It's weird because when I first started looking into travel nursing, I would follow like all these like uh, nurses on Instagram or like look up YouTube videos or just like in general. And I was so jealous of their life. And I was like, no, Jenna, like one day, like that's going to be you. And it's kind of weird because like a few days ago – when everyone was like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous. Like, that's so cool, all this stuff. I was like, I hope no one feels, like, jealous, like, real jealous of my life 
mm-hmm. just like I felt towards the other girls. But again, like you can't really control that. Everyone's story is obviously different. And I'm thankful that my job lets me do this. You know what I mean? But I kind of had a moment of being like, I don't know. I felt like weird for a second. Yeah, that's so true. Like you, all you wanted was to do that and now you're finally doing it. I know a bunch of girls who are nurses and they were like, I really want to get into travel nursing. And it's people who see you like through my stuff or whatever. And I'm like, talk Mm -hmm. to Jenna, like use her for guidance. And honestly, I feel like any nurse can do it. It just takes the work and it takes the applications and the extra classes Mm -hmm. and everything that you had to do to do it. But that's such a good point. Like no one should ever feel, oh, I'm so jealous. I want to do that because you can literally do anything you want. Like, Right. That's so inspiring. Like you get out there and do whatever the (laughs) you want with your life. (laughs) No, it really is. But it's like it's hard because I feel like at the same time, everyone always has that internal battle. Like I know physically I can like generally go do whatever. But then it's like you obviously have like other responsibilities and priorities that might hold you from really wanting to do something like – do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I feel very, very thankful, even though I'm so beyond stressed. Like, I'm I'm so grateful I get to, like, mm-hmm. obviously live somewhere, like, that beautiful and I don't know. Everything will fall into place, too. The other day when you and I were talking about something totally separate, you were saying how money comes and goes and I was telling Keith that. It's so true because I feel like so many people hold back from doing things in life because they're saving for, like, this next big thing. But mm-hmm. I feel like the experience are – not to sound cliche, but, like, the experiences are – priceless like there's so much more important than like saving money for something that down the road may not even end up happening for you or you know your path Mm -hmm. changes and you don't need that or you get a great job a year from now and money's never even an issue you know what I mean so yeah I just think if there's something on your mind that you want to do you should just do it don't let anything hold you back don't let work hold you I saw this tweet it was like I all I want to do is quit my job and travel but I can't travel unless I have a job yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what I was saying. Like, it's it's hard to, because like realistically, you could do it, but like, would it be the yeah. smartest choice for you? Maybe not. Is there a way you could take like a break and go do it? I just feel like the way I look at it, and again, like I said, I'm I'm really thankful that like travel nursing is even a thing because mm-hmm. it lets me work while also living somewhere else temporarily without mm-hmm. like full commitment in case like I hate it, but. The way I look at like just like life in general is I never want to like look back and regret like you said like not doing something because I feel like my personality would resent myself yeah. in the end and Same. I don't want to ever feel that way and I also feel like in a weird way that's why I've like put like being in a relationship kind of like on the back burner because I don't want to like say this is such a bad way to look at it but I don't want to like meet someone and then have to sort of choose like, okay, do I stay with this person or like go pursue the rest of my dreams and still travel around? But then like would I end up resenting them? Like it's crazy. So I feel like that's why I'm so like, you know, cold to like Mm -hmm. the dating relationship scene right now because I'm just like I'm not in a settled place. So it's kind of, you know. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I already drank an entire glass of wine while we talked about that and we're only like (laughs) a little bit in. (laughs) I know. I I saw you pouring (laughs) – another glass and I was like oh shoot oops okay girl (laughs) wait so well shall we nice little segue right into the (laughs) wine review am I right (laughs) yeah what are you drinking I'm drinking okay so I I judged a book by its cover and I picked this bottle out look how cute not cute it's kind of like creepy actually but it's called prayers of sinners and I felt you know 
It's well, Are you sinning? <laughs> I felt like, you know, it's during the week. I really shouldn't be drinking. But here we are. Oh, and you know how I said I wasn't going to buy new clothes for Lent? This is really bad, but I bought new clothes. So oh, I, Keith was yelling at me for buying new clothes. And I was like, I sinned for those clothes. Joking because like really I'm not yes. Catholic or I'm, I really don't. I don't have any really religion. That's a whole other story. But I, I thought this wine matched the mood. So it's a 2018 red blend from Washington State. I think it's 14.5% alcohol. It is. Is Keith drinking that as well? Mm-hmm. 14.5% mm. alcohol. It's very tannic. Do you know Do you know what tannins are, Jenna? No. Elaborate. So when you're drinking like a red wine, if it's super tannic, tannic-y, I don't even know if that's a word, but tannins are what's in the wine that makes red wine dry. Oh. And it kind of like you feel that drying sensation after you sip it. That's from the tannins. Yeah. And I was Googling it before. Tannins are actually good for you. They're an antioxidant. I don't like that feeling after wine. Me either. I don't like that feeling. But this wine is tasty. It's a little acidity too, which I don't like. I don't like when it's super tannic and acidity. Acidic. Yeah. Acidic. So that all said, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. I think it's like an $11 bottle. Oh. So not too expensive. But you know what? It's, it's good. It's just not like a smooth drinker. But I love wine from Washington, so – and Oregon. And it has a pretty mm-hmm. bottle. <laughs> a decorative decorative label for sure. What about you? What are you sipping on? So I'm – I don't know if you've had this before or rated it before, but I'm having Willamette Valley Pinot Noir. I think the brand is La Crema. Yes. Have you – you had it? That is a 10 out of 10 wine. Have you reviewed it on the pod? Nope. Oh, okay. I haven't had it in a while. I was going to say, I couldn't remember. It's a 2018, like I said, Pinot Noir. I had this um, with my coaches. It was another repurchase. They honestly just know the best wines. I think it's about like a $20 bottle, about. It's expensive. Yeah. It's around it's, 20 Yeah. It's like nine. Yeah. Uh, but it's from California. I don't know. Like, oh my God. You see, it's, see, the thing says that it's a structured balance acidity and elegant firm tannins but I personally did not think that it was that dry tasting like I didn't leave it didn't leave an aftertaste in my mouth which is like what I said I kind of like in a red wine so but yeah I really really loved it so I'm honestly gonna give it I'm gonna give it a 4.5 out of 5 I can't rate anything a 5 out of 5 for some weird reason oh I think I gave friend friend and farmer a 5 out of 5 but that wine was you did phenomenal it really was phenomenal. And the fact that it's like vegan and sulfate-free, I mean, it checks all the boxes. But La Crema is so good. I was obsessed with it in like 2018, 2019. It was literally all I would drink. I would ball out on it. You know, lately we're yeah. balling on a budget. So what are we going to do? Like looking over our Instagram and I was like, you know, we really should have – we have like a wine highlight, but I feel like we should start after every episode that we record, like screenshot the bottle or like a picture of the bottle, whether it's from online. And we really should start posting our ratings and everything, like every episode, because people always ask me and I always forget names, but I'm like, I want to refer them. And I'm like, I'm not going to make them go back and listen to like every episode in the beginning. You know what I mean? So yeah. hopefully we can get that sort of done for you guys so that you have like somewhere to like refer back to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I know we started after after our drunk 
Q&A episode, we said we're going to start taking pictures and posting. That's why we made that yeah. little highlight. We just have to like keep up with it. But I did take pictures of mine. So I will post when we put this episode up. Maybe we can even go back to like our first yeah. whatever 20 so episodes and at least just post from there. I mean, it shouldn't mm-hmm. take us too long. No. So I know I was trying to do that when I was making getting like clip parts Smart. for this one thing. So just for when you would do that. Smart. So I have like kind of a lot of thoughts and I don't really know what direction we want to go in for this episode. Let's get deep. I'm a little tipsy. Ooh. Okay. Um, well, oh gosh, where do I want to go? So I had re-downloaded TikTok when on our way to Maine for like entertainment. I wanted to make some TikToks, blah, blah, blah. I haven't I hadn't had the app for like so many months. But anyway, now I'm back to being addicted. So I'm like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I came across this um fitness guru, whatever account named Defining Fitness. And she is like one of those fitness gurus that tries to like normalize angles and like she'll literally post like a photo like you know a photo of like what she looks like posed and then the next photo of like this is what you don't see or like whatever and she'll do like tiktoks about it and stuff like that and it kind of got me like you know thinking down like a whole rabbit hole is that the right term (laughs) yeah that's that's right (laughs) i went down like whatever that I feel like society determines whether someone is like skinny or not skinny based off of ab definition. Like if you were to look at two girls the exact same size with a t-shirt on, you'd be like, oh yeah, they're skinny. And then the second you see one with abs, one with not, even if everything is the exact same measurement wise, you'd be like, oh, they're mm-hmm. skinnier. Do you agree with mm-hmm. like with that? Yes, 100%. And it bothers me because not, I mean, ab lines can be like genetic, genetic. slash – yeah. It just pisses me off. So I don't think I'll ever have a six-pack. I've come to terms with that for a while now. I've always had like yeah. genetically the lot. You've always talked about my my middle line. Is that what you say? Yes. You have you have a little bit of like oblique lines. A little. But like I have love handles that will just always be there. My hips are expanding. I think I said this in another episode. You know, we're getting into our childbearing years. My hips yep. are just getting wider. And there's nothing I can do about it. And I really don't care. But – and Whitney loves her hips, so, like, I love my hips. Yeah. This is, like, a whole other topic I'll bring up later when we keep going with this. But I don't think I'll ever have, like, a ripped six-pack like you see on fitness models on Instagram, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do think it's genetics. I think some people just have the frame for it and the genetics for it, and some don't. I feel like it's, like – skinny fat like that's what i call myself which is really mm-hmm. up i would never well, that's such a thing though it's it's a thing like so like someone might look at me and be like oh she's thin or someone might look at me and be like she's fat but <laughs> like i don't have like a ripped six or eight pack or four even a four pack they're under there i can feel yes them. <laughs> yes it's weird because if and i guarantee you a lot of people probably feel this way or do it without even realizing it but if you were sent to fitness gurus profiles and one was a little bit more of like a built girl but she didn't have like that defined stomach because genetically she didn't and then someone else sent you one with with the ripped ab lines I guarantee you would follow the one with the ab lines workouts more than the other girl which Mm -hmm. is like crazy that we determine who like fit wise I swear just based off of your stomach it's like that girl could have more defined legs or a butt or arms but it's like Mm -hmm. you see abs you direct yourself towards abs why can we freaking normalize like a normal stomach just like we normalize dad bods like i'm sick yeah. of it 
I know. I agree. I did a workout with this girl and it was a great workout. And I, this is so bad, but I'm going to admit it because it's something we need to fix. I remember being like, oh, she's not like that toned. Like while I was doing her workout, I was like, she's really not that toned. Like for someone who's a fit, like that's their fitness job. But like I enjoyed Mm -hmm. the workout. I thought it was great. It was just her body type. It's not like I was like sitting there severely judging. I just like a thought that passed through my head in, in that moment. Yeah. But we all and do that. now that you're saying all this, I'm like, wow, I do that all the time. You know what I mean? And I feel like we mainly do it too. And sub- again, subconsciously when it's like the body that we would want to look like if we had mm-hmm. the chance to. Mm-hmm. So like for example, like when I did Orange Theory, one of the instructors, she was a strong built girl. Like I didn't want – like she was fit, but I didn't want like – her body. Her body. Like it didn't take away the fact that she could do 10 push-ups and like like I said was ripped. But – and like again, I never obviously saw her without – like I never really saw her yeah. stomach. But I'm just saying in general like I didn't like want that body type. Whereas yeah. like I feel like I – I don't know. I wish it, I didn't – I wish I didn't see abs and be like, wow, I wish I had those. I agree. I think we're both like, like coming to terms. sucks. We're both admitting yeah. that we do this and – if you're listening, you probably do this too. And I – Yeah. When it comes to just like following fitness people, you should follow fitness people that encourage you and that inspire you like Whitney or mm-hmm. – I don't know. I, I follow Pamela Reef and I oh, yeah. love – I love her workouts. Like they're really hard, but she doesn't talk her during them at all. band workouts? So hard. So hard. Oh, I swear to God, they work. Like – But I think she's so cute. Yeah. Like, she literally, she like, she writes, like, super well done at the end. <laughs> I just love that yes. for some reason. I know. But, I know. No, she is. She's she's good. But, like, again, I will never have a body like her. No. No matter what I did. So, yeah, I just feel like lately that's kind of been, like, what I've been struggling most with because we obviously fluctuate. Mm-hmm. We all deal with our own shit depending on the time of year. Like, you might be, you know, puffier or not puffier or whatever. And I just – it's so, it's so hard. Like, I feel like I'm trying to be so kind to myself and, like, be like, Jenna, it's really not a big deal that, like, you're not, like, your most fit. Mm-hmm. But I would be lying if I said it didn't bother me, like, yeah. at moments, especially with, like, clothes being uncomfortable, which mm-hmm. I'm sure we can sort of all relate to as well. Yeah. I know now that, like, summer's around the corner, having to put our shorts on and be like, ooh, they're a little snug. Like, me this time last year, I was telling Keith, I mean – probably like April, May of last year, I feel like I was super fit then. It was also because I wasn't Mm -hmm. working. I was so stressed out because I wasn't working. So, you know, you're stressed, your heart rate's up, you're burning more because your heart rate's up Mm 24-7. And I would spend like legit an hour and a half working out. I remember one day I worked out and I burned a thousand calories in one workout. Like that's how much I would work out back then. I just don't have the time for it anymore. So I've been beating myself up about it. And I'm like, there's nothing I can do. Like, I, I'm fitting in as much as I can. I'm going for walks. and. But can I ask you, when you look back to, like, your most fit body, mentally you weren't y- your best, correct? No. Whereas, like, you feel like now you're mentally better even though your body is not necessarily where you would want it to be? Yes. And I know that's way more important. And I think I was happy then because I felt fit. But I was so unhappy mm-hmm. in other like aspects. I was right. so stressed about the pandemic. I was so stressed about my boyfriend who lived in Ohio who I was going to barely be able to see the whole time. I was stressed because I had no income. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know where my career was going to go next. Like there were so many other way worse things than like being my 
being at my like quote unquote skinniest. So totally agree with you mentally. Yeah, because I I kind of do I kind of do the same thing to myself like because it's so crazy to me because when I was on like that super restrictive diet for like my my stomach before I went to California, I didn't necessarily like lose weight, but I was smaller Mm -hmm. than I am now, even in that like few months span because I'm not as restrictive now. And I think, you know, there's obviously there's like a whole backstory to all that. But basically, I think my body's getting used to like me giving it more food, so to speak. So anyway, so yeah, so I don't, you know, necessarily fit in the shorts that I was wearing like just a few months ago in California. But then when I look back to how I was mentally, Mm -hmm. I was like avoiding, you know, going out and eating certain things. I was having, no, having fun. no fun. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I had to keep reminding myself that, like, even though I might not look my favorite, I'm still like working and like healing and like growing and you know what I mean? And it's it's hard. Like I, I literally mm-hmm. have to give myself pep talks mm-hmm. every day, just being like, You're good. Like, you know what I mean? No one's staring at you being like, Oh my God. Yeah. I also think you you the weekend that you were here and Keith was there and we all went out and ever after you left, Rebecca was like, I don't think she looks bloated at all but like I don't want to say that to her because I know that she's mentally like going through this and like you know when you feel a certain way and everyone's like no you're fine you're fine you're fine it's like almost more annoying so she was like I didn't want to say anything to her but to me she looks normal like this is how she's always looked right she's skinny like yeah you know and I feel like it's almost because I've constantly been on you and I'm like you're fine you're this you're that and you're like no Nick like this is how I'm feeling and it's almost Mm -hmm. more frustrating when someone's telling you you're yeah. fine when you're not. So it was funny that she said that to me because I was like, I know what you mean. Like, I think she looks fine too. I do see your bloated moments. Like, I see when it flares. But remember I was like, Jenna, you're not bloated at all right now. And you're like, because I'm not thinking about yes. it. Like, I'm not. I'm talking. Yes. I'm hanging out. Yes. I'm having That's fun. That's kind of what I was just going to say. Yeah, like when, we were, when we're recording, like, I'm not thinking about it. Or like when we're doing, which is why, you know, my mentor yeah. thinks that it's obviously like a lot of like brain to gut connection, which I agree with. Hormone imbalances and like all that crap. But yeah, it's like I'm working on it not mm-hmm. being like my first thought in the morning, but it's just because like like I said, like I could feel it right in the morning. And like I don't know, I, I wish I could explain it, but like I genuinely can't. And I don't know. And it's like so true. So basically another – this other like uh, – she's more like a dietitian type of in, um, Instagram account, but – she actually put up an article that there was um, a lot of research done that people who suffer with like bad gut health or a lot of like just gastrointestinal uh, GI, I'm not gonna say the full word, GI issues actually start to develop like a little bit of like body dysmorphia. And mm-hmm. I know that is like so beyond a very serious topic, and I'm very well aware. But I definitely think that part of me did start to develop that because like I could look at myself at any time of the day and feel I think it's because I feel it I'll like be like you look bloated or like you look puffy or Mm -hmm. does that you do you know what I mean and it's crazy that they're saying now that there's actually a connection but that explains it because there's times where you're like I'm so bloated and I'm like to me you literally I would tell you like Mm -hmm. to me you Mm -hmm. look fine but it's hard when you're feeling something and you're so distraught about it to have someone be like no you're fine it's like a vicious cycle so it's such a it's such a touchy topic and a vicious it cycle. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I think I think I'm more sensitive to it because it's been so long and I'm like tired. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I my mentor, she has a I love how I call her my mentor now ever since that one episode. <laughs> you were like, I want to find one. Yeah. She has a podcast as well. And she always posts like such like 
I just like love learning, right? But she always posts like podcast episodes about like such interesting topics and stuff. And half the time she's talking, I'm like, oh my God, like that's me. Oh my God, that's me. Like she says a lot mm-hmm. of like feelings of like like not trusting somebody can you can store those emotions in your stomach if you ever feel guilty about something. And it could be so simple like, oh, you had two cookies instead of one. That's just an example. You could store that. So it's just like yeah. it's crazy how much emotion is connected because of how many like nerves and neuron all that stuff is like actually in your stomach. And I guarantee the whole population has some type of like GI issue. I mean like – you know what I mean? Definitely. I feel like ever since your thing and especially since you told me about her connecting emotions to your stomach, I feel like it's been happening to me lately. I'm like, I'm so – I feel bloated. Like, and I don't know why. I can't control it. And I'm like, am I overthinking? And you and yep. I have always said this and I know we said this a million times. Like, think skinny, be yes. skinny. It's so <laughs> – It's probably so unhealthy I know, but it's so true. It it's is. It's true. It really is. She literally has me writing in the morning like – I woke up feeling with a flat stomach and that my digestion is great and all this like basically like gratitudes in a sense and then I have to do like my affirmations. Mm-hmm. And it's like just to like set your mind kind of like for the day. But it's so like I don't know. I just think that we underestimate the mind sometimes and it is freaking powerful. Like when I'm stressed, I'm like a balloon. Like you know what I mean? It all stems from the mind, baby. I I know I told you this. I'll share it with the pod. I went for my yearly physical and the doctor definitely thought I was a nut job. He, <laughs> I was telling him like all my post-COVID – I know you already know this, but I was telling him all my post-COVID symptoms that are like lingering. Ended up getting an EKG, also going for all this blood work just to make sure like everything's okay. And then two days after – I le- actually the next day after my appointment, I get a call from a therapist <laughs> saying that I was recommended <gasps> – by the doctor. I don't know if I told you all You this. didn't tell me that part. Oh, Nick. <laughs> so I get a call from a therapist named Rebecca who said that Dr. Marquette <laughs> recommended me to their six-week free program of short-term therapy. Oh, my yep. God. So my first appointment's April 19th. I was like, I think I need to take- Oh, so you made one. Yeah. he. They deal with like a lot of anxiety, especially like COVID-driven anxiety because that's really when I've seen it picked up. So I have a therapist. They're already so booked up that my first appointment is April 19th, Monday night. Wait, so. I'm excited for you though. <laughs> I'm excited too. Things are going to come out that you literally never thought twice about. Yeah. It's so crazy because like I wouldn't consider myself someone who's had quote unquote trauma in their life. Like even aside from COVID, right? Because that could be its own obviously experience. But like as a child, like I never had – you know, anything super crazy like happened to me. I lived a pretty good life. Meanwhile, Liv can still pick mm-hmm. things up and like pull things out of me. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that one little moment as a kid could alter yeah, your mindset now. It's weird. Yeah. I feel like <sighs> I kind of go back and forth with this. Someone who might not be like, <sighs> I feel like once you start unraveling, there's no stopping. And I think that's kind of the right. scary part. Well, that's what I'm scared of because I feel like I'm not an open book. So <laughs> I feel like – Yeah, but they'll be able to read that. I feel like she's going to be trying to like pull things out of me and I'm going to be like mm. <laughs> holding back. But I know you shouldn't. I wish everyone could have saw that face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I started laughing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I know. And then there's like moments where I'm like, you know, couldn't I have like kept that locked away and just like not had it like mm-hmm. come to surface? But I just feel like that's also part of growing. And I feel like it's normal. Like like last week's episode, it's normal for our age group to start mm-hmm. kind of going through these things. You know, we're not as resilient as we once were. When I'm like talking with like my friends and family, I'm definitely I could be thorough, but then I hit a point where I'm like, okay, I'm not thorough anymore. Like now I'm just getting annoyed. But I am like so <laughs> calm and patient when I like take care of patients. Like I will repeat instructions a thousand times until they feel or like information until they feel comfortable. But I'm like, mm-hmm. why can't I be like that with my friends and family? I'm just like, <laughs> oh, you're. So- I don't even text you anymore when I think I'm like something's <laughs> happening to me. I'm like, what other nurse friends do I have that no, I can text? No, you literally text me and you were like. I think I have pleurisy or something. I was like, wait. Like, you literally just learned that word five minutes ago. I myself. <laughs> I just learned it. I didn't even know if you knew what it was. I was like, no, I learned it on WebMD. I did, but I would have never, I would have never known. But I was just like, it's I go, so you're bad. fine. <laughs> Here's the thing. I go through waves. You do. Like, some days I'm like, I'm fine. And then other days I'm like, this is the end. I have to go to the ER right now. Yeah. When I get snaps of you checking your pulse ox, I, I laugh because like – okay, I want to make that very clear. I'm laughing right now, but I know like anxiety is a very serious yeah. thing and like I'm sure you, – you know what I mean? You just know me that I take it to an next So level. like I don't want to come across like cold, but – I will say you'll be very proud. I left my pulse ox at home, <laughs> so I didn't bring it with me. So I – for a week and a half, I didn't have it while I was in Ohio, so I left it at home, didn't check at all, and I survived clearly – but this like ties into my hypochondriacism. Me and Keith went to Trader Joe's when I was with him last week and we went to – I was making this dessert and I needed like cocoa powder. So I get the Trader Joe's cocoa powder. I get home. I'm like baking this dessert and I open it up and like the seal that you pull off had like a tiny little minuscule hole in it. And I was like, someone poisoned it. We can't eat it. And I was like dead ass. And he was like, you're you're kidding, right? Like mm-hmm. this is – this No. He was like, you're making the dessert. Like, he had his heart set on it. And I make the dessert with the cocoa powder that I was convinced was poisoned. And we're in bed. And I was like, I feel really tired. Do you feel really tired? And he's like, it's 11 o'clock. And I was like, I think we got poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. This is what I do, Jenna. It's not okay. I feel like. Well, one, I probably would be a little paranoid too. I'm not going to lie. Because I'm like weird with like. That's, That's creepy. I'm weird with product items like that. You know, like if I feel like something's like yeah. not sealed right, I'm like, oh, that's sketchy. Because I feel like when we were younger, I don't know if our parents made up this lie about Halloween yes. candy being open that it was poisoned or, yes. or that people were going in the stores and reopening packages. Yes. That was a thing, right? So, Is that just our generation? I don't know. Was that like a lie or was that a real article that came out? It's like if anything is not totally sealed, do not, do not eat, eat it. it. Like yes. that is what was drilled Which is into why my head. Halloween shopping, I used to never eat Tootsie Rolls because they could easily be unraveled. Like <laughs> – Mm-hmm. why why or Hershey kisses unless they came in like a bag because yeah. the wrapper yeah like are we well Jenna, I'm totally with you so I kind of see why that happened but yeah I'm like crazy about things being totally sealed there was this Twitter thing happening last week about <laughs> this guy who opened his cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch and poured a bowl and in the bowl were two shrimp tails <laughs> no no <laughs> covered in cinnamon sugar so he tweeted it and cinnamon toast crunch responds back like 
um, after a thorough investigation of this photo, we have concluded that this is not shrimp. It is just cinnamon sugar that didn't get processed thoroughly. And the guy responded and was like, these are literally. Oh, so it was like clumped. No, they were f***ing shrimp tails. No. The guy responds and he's like, these are literal shrimp tails. Wait. 100%. Something is not right. That has to be like a, a public stunt. Or whatever it's called. A publicity stunt. They were like, this didn't happen in our factory. Jenna, I zoomed in on the photo. They're they're like, they were battered in cinnamon sugar. Like that just, that wasn't a mistake. Like that, he didn't fuck around with that. That reminds me of like telling you. when people would find like a freaking finger in their hamburger. You know what I mean? Or like, a, like a tooth. Like what goes on? I don't understand. <laughs> Can we we're we're gonna post the photo to our Instagram for you guys and we're gonna put a poll Wait, up. There's an update. No. <laughs> there's an update. Okay. I think this guy, his name is Jensen Carp on Twitter. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch DM'd him and they go, Jensen, we would like to also send you some General Mills vouchers for this unpleasant experience. If that's okay with you, we'll send them right away. Customer service. He goes, No, you just told me it wasn't shrimp tails. <laughs> And he like screenshots it and posts it and goes, I think we've all dated someone like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. Who's that scream? And the banging. And the banging. Let's go! That's not Keith. I think they just won. They just won. It's Dan and Keith literally screaming and banging on the walls. Can we discuss? Do we even want to go into video games right now? <clears throat> Editing Nicolette here. I just wanted to point out that I asked the boys for 45 minutes of silence. And that is what I got in return. This is what I have to hear on a daily basis when I go to visit my boyfriend. So you're welcome. Okay. Back to the episode. Did we did we finish the Cinnamon Toast Grunge conversation? Oh, oh. What the hell? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like there has to be some research done. Second of all, customer service, they will do anything to put you on the hush-hush. That is when you know. But third of all, like... But they literally, like, was they, someone in they the factory threw under the bus. They said, pranking you? Like, pranking the company? That's what I'm thinking. Need some more wine. Or did someone go to the supermarket and was like, I'm going to put these fishtails in there. And, like, sealed the bag. That's what I'm saying. If your products are open, I'm coming full circle here. If your products are not sealed, do not use them. Yeah. Or eat them. Yeah, I agree. I, I I definitely. But at least you're alive to tell the tale. I mean, I'm really glad that the cocoa powder wasn't poisoned. Right? <laughs> Those are little things that definitely I feel like I'm kind of like the same way where you like you kind of second guess it and then you're like, wait, what? You kind of like take yeah. a step back. See, I think Keith mm -hmm. grounds you in a really good way. Yes. Which is like a nice balance, you know? Mm -hmm. Anywho. Well, I'm going I'm not going back to fitness, but I'm going back to something food related. Do you ever have those okay. days where you're craving something? You don't know what you're craving, you know what you're not craving. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So there's days where I'm like, I don't know what I want, but I know I don't want pasta. I know I don't want chicken. I know I don't want chocolate. Wait. That's me every day. It's every no, I'm not kidding. Every day. But like, I feel like in the past, my cravings used to be distinct. <laughs> I'd be like, I want a cheese it. No, not a cheese it. Yes. I want a wheat thin with cream cheese. Like so specific. Now I'm just yeah. like, do I even want? I think cheese? it's our like, age. Do I want why? Like right now, I'm like, I don't know what I want for dinner. Like, what am I craving for dinner? My mom just texted me. She's like, What kind of meat do you want? Chicken? Do you want turkey meat? I'm like, mm, I don't really want like anything. But I'm but I want food. It's a tough world out here. 
It's a tough world. You know what? Not to, oh, we sound so bougie though. We're like, oh, we can't decide what we're in the mood for. Okay, wait, listen. Okay, everyone, everyone <laughs> complains about something that's not complaint worthy. Okay, it's normal. Yes, true. It's normal. True. I know there's worst case scenarios out there, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely annoying. But we have no more final thoughts um, for today's episode, so we're we just have none. So we're just gonna dive right into our fave segment. Oh wait, actually, side note, we've had like a few new followers and like people who mm-hmm. have like messaged us or DM'd us saying that they've like started listening to the podcast and they love it. So. Thank you to anyone who's new. Welcome. And welcome. Welcome to the fam. Um, so yeah, enjoy <laughs> our favorite segment. Shut, Shut the, the f- up. I was over at my current boyfriend's house, and this was the first time I met his entire family. Now, he's 28, so a lot of his family had already been married, having kids. I was clearly that newbie and youngin, because I'm young. I knew his parents, but this was beating like aunts, uncles, cousins, everyone. Anyway, it was getting late and we were still drinking outside on their deck. I was in my bathing suit and went to the bathroom quick. Fast forward like 20 minutes later, I guess my boyfriend realized I wasn't back, so he went to go check on me. The door was wide open to the bathroom on the first floor that everybody was using, and there was me, ass naked, passed out with my own vomit all over me. (laughs) (gasps) My boyfriend and his mom had to bathe me completely blacked out. No. Um... Like, I actually wasn't even responding. Long story short, I think my boyfriend was more bothered and horrified that both his parents saw me completely naked. <laughs> oh. And, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my like God, you poor thing. I know. How I know. do you recover? I know. I mean, I guess, like, maybe down the line, if the family's fun, you can, like, laugh about it. But, yeah. oh, my God, I thought that was just You know what? So we all funny. have those moments. We do. We do. This is a judgment-free oh, sure. zone. I love it. Thank you for I sharing. Yes, thank you. All right. Well. That's it. I have a closing line. Okay, let's hear it. Good night to everyone besides Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No. <laughs> <laughs> and people who use un- who use open-wrappered items, okay? Look out for your products that you purchase at the grocery store, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And thank us later. All right. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating, share with a friend. As always. Always participate in our Instagram polls. And we'll talk to you guys next week. (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Toodles. (laughs) 